With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Podcast here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, your host. And, uh, well, it's been a busy, busy, busy week in the NFL as we get ready for the start of free agency next week, which should even be more busy, uh, you would think. Uh, we've seen uh, quite a few major trades made across the league. And, and um, Friday we figured out that the, the, there might be one more coming here. Um, as Deshaun Watson was uh, cleared uh, of any criminal wrongdoing in his uh, sexual misconduct uh, allegations uh, that were brought against him, a grand jury uh, refused to indict uh, Watson uh, in any of that stuff. And so that's a major hurdle for Deshaun Watson to return to the NFL. Uh, of course, he still could face a suspension from the league. Uh, before we get too much further in down that rabbit hole, Let's talk about some of the other trades that took place, the other moves that took place. The first domino that fell uh, was Aaron Rodgers saying that he was going to return to Green Bay. That, doesn't, that didn't surprise me at all. All the Aaron Rodgers talk that was going on out there was essentially to, to get the, the, the Packers to do what he wanted them to do, which was not allow his number one receiver to leave the building and then be, get more money for himself. Um, you know, and the Steelers were never interested in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, I texted somebody Saturday um, when all that stuff broke about uh, the Steelers are, are interested in Aaron Rodgers. They have an offer on the table. And the simple reply that I got back was no. Uh, so that was not going to happen. Never, never was a, uh, an issue for, with the Steelers. Um, no sooner did that announcement come there than Russell Wilson was traded from the Seahawks uh, to the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos gave up a lot. Uh, three players, uh, multiple first-round draft picks. Uh, you know, so it, it was a big deal. And, you know, Russell Wilson, um, I'm, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I, I believe in him. Um, didn't have a great year last year, obviously. Had to the finger injury, and, and that makes two years in a row now that he's kind of – had down seasons. So that's an interesting one. He's now 34 as well. We'll see where that goes. Uh, the, we also saw, you know, Khalil Mack traded uh, from the, uh, the Chicago bears to the Los Angeles chargers. Um, another major move there from a team in the, a in the AFC West. Uh, so we'll see where that all goes. Um, 
you know, this Deshaun Watson stuff. I know that the Steelers weren't interested in him with all those charges hanging over his head. Um, the NFL is looking into this. Uh, they've talked with 10 of the, uh, the accusers who have filed civil lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. He's probably looking at a pretty lengthy suspension. When I say pretty lengthy, I'm talking about at least half a season here, if not more. I don't know if the league will take into account the fact that he sat out the entire 2021 season um, with the Texans and did not play. I, I don't know if they'll factor that in at all in terms of the length of his suspension. Um, you know, I, th I think when you start looking at this, that could be a factor. They could look at this and say, well, he's already sat out you know, last year, but he was still getting paid. That's the part that you can't get, you know, you can't overlook in this situation that, that he was still being paid um, by the Texans to sit out last year. Here's the other part of the equation with Deshaun Watson. His base salary uh, in 2022 is $35 million. That's his base. Now, any team trading for him, is it, it, that's what they're going to pick up out of this. Uh, it's $51 million in dead cap space for the Houston Texans with a cap hit of $40 million, $40.4 million. Um, so they don't save any money. They actually lose money against the salary cap by trading him. Obviously they're going to want a lot of draft. They're going to want a lot of capital to make that deal. Next year, that cap hit goes down for dead cap space. That goes down to $10.8 million. He's due a $20 million base salary, but he has a $17 million roster bonus. So any team that trades for him, he's going to count $37 million against their salary cap in 2023. Now, we know that the Steelers had around $30 million in cap space as of when the, when the league set the, the salary cap at $208.2 million last week. It's not like they couldn't make that move taking on that $35 million cap hit, but they'd have to do some roster adjustments and, 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 and things. Maybe that's where you, you, you know, you trade away a, a player or two, but I saw I, some of the names that people think are going to get traded here, you know, Chase Claypool, he makes nothing. Why would you trade him away? That's one of your, you know, you're not going to trade him away in that in, in a move like that because it doesn't, that doesn't really lower your cap hit there. Uh, he's making like $2 million this year. I saw somebody else say, well, they could trade Chase Claypool and Devin Bush. What makes you think the Texans want to take on Devin Bush based on everything Steeler fans saw from him last year? Other teams just aren't going to take your junk and say, okay, we're going to, we'll, we'll take that. It's, it's every time it just kills me every time I see somebody mention a trade. It's always these four guys that we don't want anymore and trade them for your star. That's not reality, folks. They're going to want a good football player. They're going to want an Alex Highsmith. They're going to want uh, Dan Moore or someone of that nature, someone they can build around. They're not going to just take whatever, whatever garbage you want to throw out. And I'm not saying that Chase Claypool and Devin Bush are garbage, but you get the idea. They're going to want good young players that they can build around. And so not only are you giving up draft picks, what if they want Pat Fryermuth? You willing to give that up as well? 
And again, these guys are cheap. They're not going to create enough caps, a, a ton of cap space here to make this all possible. Um, you know, so it, it gets dicey when you start looking at it from that way. Um, there's also the fact that, that uh, you know, teams like the Carolina Panthers, Watson played football, he played college football in Clemson, which is right down the road. Carolina Panthers want him bad as well. I know that for a fact. Uh, I've talked to people in that organization. They would love to have Deshaun Watson come home, help them sell tickets. The Seattle Seahawks are sitting there. They just traded Russell Wilson. They've got extra draft capital. They got one first round. They got an extra first round draft pick. They got an, a first round draft pick back this year. They didn't, they lost it in the Jamal Adams trade. They got a draft pick back this year, a high first round draft pick back, first round pick. And they've got now two first round draft picks next year that they could trade for Deshaun Watson. The Steelers don't have that kind of capital. They just don't. So I don't, I don't see it happening. I will say this, Deshaun Watson has a little bit of leverage here because he has a no trade clause in his contract. He can say where he wants to go. And, you know, if he decides that he wants to go to the Steelers, that kind of takes some of the leverage away from, from the Texans to, to leverage those other teams in this whole, whole situation. But I just don't see that happening, folks. I just don't see it happening despite everybody wanting to see it. And, hey, in a vacuum, if Deshaun Watson is a perfectly clean, has no, no issues here, I got no issue giving up whatever he wants, you know, whatever you need to give up to get that guy. He's a 26-year-old franchise quarterback. Those don't grow on trees. He's probably, in terms of talent, one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. He would be in the conversation to be the best quarterback in the AFC North this year. But with everything else around us, with a possible suspension looming, the cost, what you'd have to give up, I just don't know if the Steelers can do that. I don't know if they want to do that. So we'll see what happens. It's all very interesting. It's all very intriguing. And things are only going to get crazier starting next Monday when the legal tampering period starts. We'll talk about that when we return. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the Dale Lolly Show here in the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lolly, your host. And as I mentioned before uh, the break, that uh, the NFL legal tampering period begins on Monday. And uh, I, I laid out a few weeks ago some guys that I would target if I were the Steelers. And my mind hasn't changed on a lot of those guys. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, Mitch Trubisky would still be a target for me at quarterback. Um, you know, I think that. Uh, you know, when you, when you start looking at the upside potential there and the, potentially the cost. And again, if the Deshaun Watson stuff goes, let's say the Carolina Panthers make the trade for Deshaun Watson. And to be quite honest, I could see the Texans wanting to trade him out of the AFC. So let's say that the Steelers are able to sign Mitch Trubisky. He's your starter next year. If it doesn't work out, you get rid of him. Um, you know, you're not going to sign him to a long-term deal. And then you move on and try to find, you know, try to find somebody else. Uh, there's some other guys there that you look at. Uh, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater would be a bridge, um, you know, much like his name, uh, kind of a caretaker at the quarterback position. Doesn't preclude you from taking a quarterback in the first round of the draft. If Malik Willis is there when they, when they pick at 20, you take him. You take him and you, and you allow him to sit and learn for a year. That's the perfect situation. That's the ideal situation to do that. And, you know, if he hits, now you've got the next Deshaun Watson in terms of the player. You've got a guy who has that kind of talent. Um, you know, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is probably the, the most talented of these guys right now as we sit here, but he's coming off the ACL injury. Uh, you know, and then you can, you know, I know some, you know, that, that uh, we, you know, you've seen some other names bandied about there. I'm not all overly excited about any of those guys. I'm, I'm, to be quite frank, I'm not overly excited about Teddy Bridgewater either, but that's beside the point. The offensive line, I think, is really where it gets interesting for the Steelers. And there's some guys there that I think that they, could, they will take a look at here. And I'm still, still going to keep banging the drum for James Daniels from the Chicago Bears. He started games at, at guard. He started games at center. He's 24 years old. He's got 48 career starts under his belt. Spot Trek estimates that it's going to cost $7 million per year on average to sign him. That's the kind of, that's the kind of guy you want to sign to a four- or five-year deal. It makes perfect sense. He's still young. He's still, he's still growing. He's still, you know, not what he's going, you know, not the, not, not what, he's, uh, what the final product is going to be here. He hasn't reached his peak yet. That's the kind of guy you want to add to your team. There will be guys in this draft this year who are as old as James Daniel. That's the kind of guy you want to, you want to pay money to. Um, beyond that, uh, there's some guys like Ethan Posick. Again, another guard center from the Seattle Seahawks, I think I would be interested in. Austin Cor uh, Corbett uh, from the uh, Rams. Um, 
you know, stick that in the Browns' face. Uh, you know, they, they drafted him in the second round a few years ago. Couldn't figure out, you know, what to do with him. He goes to the Rams, and he's an immediate starter. Last year wins a Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be sweet to sign that guy? couple of offensive tackles there. Uh, Trent Brown from the Patriots. He would kind of be a bigger ticket item. He's $10.5 million a year is what Spot Track uh, estimates he'll cost. But he's probably worth it. He's better than – he's better than he's, – he's certainly an upgrade over what the Chooks are for the Steelers started there. And he's still 28, so you're still getting a few good years out of him. Uh, another guy that's interesting is Matt Pryor uh, from the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the last two seasons – uh, he's he's played in 15, 32 games. He made 15 starts for the Eagles and Colts um, at the right tackle position. Again, not a not a superstar. He'll cost you four point three million dollars a year, according to Spot Track. But you give that guy maybe a two year deal. At worst, he's your swing tackle. And again, it doesn't preclude you from drafting a guy. And maybe that guy that you draft either starts in training camp or comes in and and uh, you know at the midway point of the season and becomes your starter. At the wide receiver position, I think there's some guys here that that, that uh, I don't see them making a star signing because those guys are going to cost a bunch of money. But four guys that I would look at there, Zach Pascal from the Colts, Zay Jones from the Raiders, Byron Pringle from the Chiefs, and one thing to keep an eye on is Jakeem Grant from the Bears. Jakeem Grant might be the best return guy in the NFL. He's had a, He scored a touchdown on a kick return, kick or punt return, in every one of his six seasons in the NFL. He is a souped-up version of Ray-Ray McLeod. And oh, by the way, the Miami Dolphins signed him to a, to a contract a couple of years ago and had him uh, when Brian Flores was the, uh, was the coach there. I know Mike Tomlin values guys like that. Grant's 29, but man, if you could get him at a, at a one-year deal or even a two-year deal, You've, you're getting a much better version of Ray Ray McLeod there, a guy who can take one to the house at any time on a kick or punt. That's invaluable, especially for a team that may or may not have a star quarterback. If you could steal a touchdown here or there, steal some field position, that's huge for a team like the Steelers. Huge, especially if they fix the defense. Uh, you know, Pascal Jones, Pringle, those guys are all, you know, middle of the road, number three type receivers. Um, they would make a lot of sense here as well. You're not looking for a starter. That's not what you're looking for. So those are three guys, some four guys to keep an eye on here. I think really too, defensive back uh, is another one. Um, I like Tavon Young, the cornerback from the Ravens. They just released him this week. This after they signed him in, in 2019 to a three-year, $25.8 million contract. He was going to count $9.1 million against their salary cap. They really liked him. He's a good football player, but they couldn't afford him anymore, which often happens with some of these big money deals. Again, you sign that guy. He's still just 27. You put him in the slot, and he's your slot cornerback. That makes a ton of sense. He allowed a passer rating of 85.1 last season, and we know how bad that Baltimore Ravens pass defense was. He wasn't the issue. It was the guys on the outside. That guy would make a lot of sense. Likewise, Justin Coleman from the Dolphins. Another nickel corner. He started his career in 2015 and 16 with New England, who was the, who was on the defensive staff there, Brian Flores. Detroit signed him to a big money deal. 
Then he signed with Miami last year, one year, uh, one year, one point seven five million dollar deal. He allowed a sixty three point four passer rating in his coverage. Coverage. He has six career interceptions, forty four pass breakups. That guy would make a lot of sense to sign him. And then you keep Cam Sutton on the outside. You're upgrading that nickel corner spot. And hey, you got to play. You got to play teams like the 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 Bengals twice a year with their three wide receiver sets. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, some other guys to look at. Levi Wallace from the Bills. If you lose out on Akella Weatherspoon and Joe Hayden, that's not a bad uh, fallback option. Not a star, but a guy that you can put out there and you know is going to get the job done. Um, he's, he's, again, not going to break the bank. But, you know, you, you lessen the need to have to draft one. And that's what the Steelers always do in free agency. The final uh, cornerback that I wanted to look at here was uh, Dante Jackson uh, from the Carolina Panthers. Not the biggest guy. He's 5'10", 180. uh, But he's picked off 12 passes in four seasons. If that's what you're looking for, you're looking for guys who take the ball away. Dante Jackson does that. Not great in run support. Again, he's 5'10", 180. But you you can scheme around that a little bit and just let him go get the football. Um, you know, he's, 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 a, he's just a good football player at the safety position. You know, we know, we don't know yet what's going to happen with Terrell Edmonds. The Steelers would like to resign him. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Two guys I'd look at there, Malik Hooker and Ronnie Harrison. Hooker was at the Cowboys last year. Harrison was with the uh, Browns. Again, strong safety types that can come in and help you there. I still think the Steelers need to add a, a veteran running back as well. Uh, I'd look at Marlon Mack there. I'd look at Daryl Williams there uh, from the Chiefs. Guy that I'd look at would be Carlos Hyde of the Jaguars. He was just released this week. These guys that were just released don't cost you anything against your compensatory picks. That's why a guy like Tavon Young is, is, is valuable. It doesn't cost you in your comp pick formula. Same thing with Carlos Hyde. Those would be guys that I would look at there. But we'll see. It's going to be fun. Next week it all starts off and uh, really should uh, hit the ground running there around the league as A lot of teams have more money than they certainly had last year to spend at this time. That's going to do it for the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network. We thank you for listening. Listen to all the other shows here on our network as well. And uh, give them a like. Um, Leave some nice comments about it or leave bad comments about it. If if you don't, there's something you don't like about the show, let us know. We always look at those and, uh, you know, gives us some feedback on what we're doing right or what we're doing wrong. I'll be back next week. We'll wrap up that first week. A free agency. I'll talk to you then. I'm Dale Lally of the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network.